Well, hey there, beautiful listeners. Welcome back inside the sound. This is Michael. Oh, did I mess up? I should I should have said welcome to the Ryan show. Is that that's more appropriate, right? <laughs> Wow. So this is your new intro, huh? I said, this is Michael. From somewhere in the heart of the desert, this is Ryan. In an undisclosed location. the whole song are we gonna, okay there we go i see now you're okay and then volume lower okay uh yeah so i think at this point you know ryan i mean you're you're a big enough media personality that i think you deserve your own intro music within the show and i think that i'm glad that you did that that's that's great thank you i agree with everything you just said uh well that was unexpected it was an unexpected surprise man i really that i don't know why but that really amped me up now i'm like really very excited for this conversation i wasn't before but now i am okay i'm okay. going um how you been man i feel like i haven't really like you know we haven't really like talked in a while I mean, it's been a couple of weeks i mean we you know we took last week off to, you know I'm sure the beautiful listeners have missed you. You know, how, how are you, man? How you been? How you been? I just am. Don't we put too much stock into trying to figure out whether a day was good or bad or whether you're doing good or bad. Does it really oh, matter? Come at me heavy with the philosophy early in the conversation. Well, you know, that's, that's great that you, you know, it's wonderful that you asked that Ryan, because I, I think we could really, you know, we could, we could discuss that. Uh, yeah, actually, I mean, I hate to admit it because uh, you're punk face, but you're, it's, it's an interesting point that you make. I felt like I would turn it around on you. Cause you always do that to the people that are on. What do I do to the people that are on other than give them a, a lovely time and they always and, and accuse ask them you of being overly philosophical. <laughs> what I don't overly philosophical, maybe not overly, but I think uh, you you catch them off guard with the, the philosophy, but it's not bad though. You just, yeah. And you did it to me just now, which so it means you've obviously been listening to the show and listening to my genius and you've been learning and growing. And I really, you know, and that is, that's a way to something that's, yeah, that is that way. That's the way we could frame it. And that There's is infinite uh, ways to look at any one thing. And that's one way to look at it. Yeah. That's a great piece of philosophy right there. There's infinite ways. <laughs> uh you know i i think um yeah i mean obviously you've been you've been listening to the show i mean you're 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 a consumer of the show you're you're one of our beautiful listeners obviously you know because you listen um what you know do you think that that you've grown over the over the what we've been at this almost two years 
I don't know, man. That's an honest answer. I don't know anything. Really. Okay. Okay. But anyway, we were know? talking um what do you know? We were talking about uh something that was said by a fellow podcaster. Yeah, that's right. Maybe, maybe you can present his thought better than I can because you're more fluid in speech than me. Well, um, that's true. Thank you for acknowledging my fluidity uh, in speech and acknowledging the, the greatness that, I, okay, anyway. Um, yeah, so, you know, it's it was an interesting clip. Uh, do you have the clip? You don't have a queued up, do you? It's I okay. can try to find it. Okay. I'm sure we could find it, but it's not a big deal. Yeah. I guess uh, some other podcast, dude. I mean, I don't really know. I don't follow. I don't I don't know the, I, I, I guess, some guy named Joe. But he, uh, I guess he had, no, he was talking with one of his guests about uh, comedy and comparing it to kind of music. And he just sort of said something offhand that didn't ring true for me. And, uh, and you actually, I guess, had come across the clip too. So you, you, you know, I was like, oh yeah, that's right. You, you, you heard that. So basically saying that you, well, you can teach someone, you can teach someone to be, to play guitar, but you can't teach them to be a comic. Like they have, it's something that comes from within or something. Like, I'm not getting the quote, right. Obviously you can't teach someone to be funny. I think Uh, yeah, I mean, which I kind of understand where he's coming from. Like I do, he's probably right about the funny thing. I mean, he's, he's a funny expert, right? He's the, he's a comedian and he's, you know, very successful gentleman. And I believe he's probably right there, but I, I don't necessarily agree with uh, the whole, you can teach someone to play a guitar. I mean, you can, you can definitely teach someone chords and teach someone a song. Um, yeah. Oh yeah. You can teach someone karaoke. Like you can teach someone to uh, just like I, you know, just like you can teach someone to repeat and to act acting can be, you know, taught. You can, um, you can teach someone, someone can get up there and reproduce your, uh, your joke. Right. And, and they could steal your joke and they can act right. That's an act. That's not, they didn't come up with that joke. If they stole it from you, you know what I mean? And not, not that, Stealing, I'm sure stealing happens with music. But my point was is that with music, it's like um, you can teach someone how to play other people's music, but you can't teach someone to to write. Like it has to like to be a musician and to play music. It it does come from within. I think in a similar way that he was saying about comedy. I actually think that way about music. You know what I mean? Like um, to to really be to play with feel to to create your own music and and write from a place that's like authentic and pure i'm not sure that's a teachable skill it's like you have to sort of stumble into it on your on your own you have to sort of like so you can definitely teach someone to play notes on the guitar but it doesn't necessarily make them a guitar player or like a great guitar i mean obviously it takes dedication like i don't know i i just i don't know how do you feel about it man this is i'm sort of spouting off my little opinion but I kind of want to know where you're coming from on this. Do you do you kind of agree with his mentality, or uh, where do you land on this? Uh... I feel like um, if you if you can play the guitar, you're a guitar player. Agreed. Even if okay. it's even if it's 
just stairway to heaven or whatever, right? Just stairway to heaven. Right. If that, I, <laughs> and that's, not, that's not to belittle the song. Better, maybe I can phrase that better. Even if you only know how to play one song. There you go. All right, fine. Doesn't that make you a guitar player? Now, there might be a difference between being a guitar player and a, being a profess, professional musician. There are professional musicians that are guitar players. And there are guitar players that play to their bedroom. <laughs> right? <laughs> does it, And does it matter? It just depends what you want to do with it. That's the beauty of it. Yeah. So I, I much. Think he was more. Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, go ahead. I think he was just speaking to the fact that. Um, when was the last time you were spellbound by a guitar player? On stage and on stage performance. I haven't been to a whole lot. Honestly, I've been, I was, uh, I was able Even to, if you saw one. Uh, yeah. The, the last one the, you asked, like, when was the last time it was over the last, it was over the fall. I was able to see one of our, one of our, our guests that came on the show. She had a little, little show. I was in that town. I was able to go check it out. I was pretty spellbound by the way, Carly Joe, you know, Carly Joe Jackson was able to check out her show. Hers shout out to Carly Joe. Um, fantastic musician. Like I was just her skill level. I actually didn't like from talking to her and listening to her music. I didn't understand how good of a guitar player she was until I saw her in person. And I was pretty blown away. Uh, like her right hand technique is, is so, so solid, man. Like she is just spot on. She, she's very, very in tune. Um, and it was just mesmerizing to watch her play the guitar. I was like, dang, that was, it's pretty, it was very, very impressive. So that's the last one I've seen in person. Um, yeah. And that quality can you teach that? I don't, I don't right, right. Whatever the, it is, she's got it. Obviously she's got that, it. Like the ability to get up there in her case, just her and her guitar. I'm, I'm assuming. Was her, her guitar, a harmonica, a toe tambourine and a foot drum. I've never okay. been so blown away. I've never seen a musician use every limb <laughs> that wasn't like a okay. drummer right know? so i think he's more speaking to that like the fact that not anyone can go up there and, and make music and engage the crowd and yeah that engagement thing that's that's also maybe that's what he was getting at with the comedy thing it's like right because there's a thing people you can teach someone a joke right yep and they can, knock, they knock can jokes. know it you know, front and back and be able to rehearse it, but are, can they go up on a stage with the joke and be funny? Right. Or as a comedian would say, kill murder. Right. You know? So I, I think maybe he doesn't understand and maybe it's not because he doesn't want to, it's just cause he never thought about it. That well, it's just lack of experience. Just, yeah. It's yeah, the yeah. same thing. It really is the same thing. That's what I, yeah, Absolutely. Acting, it's a creative music, expression comedy even sports even athletes it's kind of similar well i mean look at martial artists martial art it's it's an art form it really is the people who are at the elite 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 at the tippy top they're artists like watching the perform is like uh 
a pleasure. You know, you can teach someone the moves and the techniques, but you can't teach execution under the lights. No, you can't teach the whatever John Jones has. You can't teach that. He has it. You can't, you know, he's undoubtedly, you know, steroid questions aside in terms of his application in the cage, you can't deny his greatness, right? It's undeniable. So, um, yeah, man. Yeah. It's, it's a lot like that. It's a lot like that. So I, I guess it, that whole thing got me curious because number one, does it really matter? If you don't want to do it professionally, does it really matter that you're not able to do that? Because some people train boxing, like I train boxing sometimes. I used to do it a lot more. I don't plan train on me. in a fight. Yeah. I don't plan on going and fighting. You know? Because yeah, you know you kick your butt, but whatever. Um, <laughs> I don't, no, I get it. I get it right. It's, it's, you're doing it for exercise, for the enjoyment, for the mental aspect. Right. It's, it's, well, man, I mean, honestly, that's how I've been using, I mean, I haven't played any shows myself and I don't think you've played any shows since our last show. Have you? I've played like maybe two shows since I've our played, last I've show. I played four people and I played for, Oh, you have. Okay. That's right. Yeah. 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 But I haven't um, necessarily have played a, my, a show like that. You it's know? been a while. It's been a while for me. Yeah. I mean, it's been a lot of years. And so, um, yeah, I just, I, it's, I'm playing in my room and, and, and I, I play it for my own personal enrichment and enjoyment and I'm really good. I mean, I don't want to my own heart. I mean, I do, I, I do want to, 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 I'm great, but I, <laughs> but I just, um, I don't, you didn't laugh. No, no chuckles there. I think it's because you, you acknowledge that the seriousness of that claim and, and how well, true it is. Anyone but who I, listens would know that I laugh away from the mic to quote, <laughs> sound cool. <laughs> or you just don't laugh or you just, you hold it in, you know, it's, it's superhuman power. You have to hold in laughter. But my point is, my point is, um, yeah, man, I, I well, maybe, you know what? I think Joe was right. Not everyone can be funny. <laughs> I take it all back. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, <laughs> not everyone can, right. They don't, they don't have your skill set uh, of, of both, you know, it's the dual. I mean, I think, let me say it this way. I think anyone can be funny and maybe anyone can play the guitar, but can anyone really do both? I mean, Joe's funny and he's hilarious, but he can't, he, you know, can't play the guitar. Uh, yet Ryan Espino, you know, the special guest today on, on our show, uh, this, this guy, you're, you can play the guitar and you're hilarious. So, I mean, it's like the total package, man. I don't know. How can you compete with that? I will say this though, man, the guests, they usually make me laugh. Maybe musicians are just secretly sneaky, funny. A lot of them are. Yeah. Like actually, yeah. Especially, um, I love Have we listening ever to not laughed. Have, oh no, any, man. Have any of the guests not made us laugh. I can't. I mean, just the last couple ones we had on were, well, uh, the last guest we had on was hilarious. He was fun. And, uh, and then we had a, well, no, uh, that's right. And then we had the, actually, I'm thinking after, uh, Quinnell, our friend Quinnell, uh, we had the Womack sisters and they're hilarious. Like I, I laugh so hard. They're so funny and so like engaging. 
you can't teach that can you it's like a thing i don't know is it maybe he was referring to that pure you know how there's some people that they're just funny and they're not even trying to be Hmm. maybe it's that he's talking about yeah that yeah i i think isn't it well don't you feel like i'm going to switch it to music so don't you feel like okay there's a difference when you're just playing in your room and you're playing to enjoy the sound for yourself and then when you're performing to get to a point in a performance where you're as natural and as free-flowing as you might be in your bedroom that's its own skill that takes time and effort and practice right yeah like same thing Mm -hmm. so i i think like uh it's the same thing. I, I really see a lot of similarities here. Like I, I think um, any performance art, anything where you're performing, the performance itself is a skill that's separate from the skill of playing the instrument or telling the joke or, you know, whatever it is. Like, like if you, if I was given a presentation and I was giving it some kind of a talk, maybe I was, uh, I'm at some kind of a conference and you know, people love to go to conferences, don't they? Um, and I was at the front of the conference and I was giving, I was, and I'm pacing the stage, you know, like, uh, like Steve jobs used to do. Right. Remember mm-hmm. that, that, yeah. that, see, he had this really, he, he had the storytelling skill that was captivating. Wouldn't you agree? Like just, you wanted to hear the guy tell you the story about the technology. You wanted to hear the guy. And I would say, uh, to Tim's credit, um, Tim Cook, who's the currency, I would say he's, he's got that skill too. He's very good at, at presentation. I mean, all, all the, the people they put on the stage, right? Those little Apple conferences they do, they're very good. I mean, that, that's the whole idea, right? They're, they, they're good at presentation. It's a, it's a skill. It's a separate thing, you know, ver- versus the skill of actually knowing the technical side of the thing that you're trying to communicate. There's like knowing the thing and then there's communicating the thing or expressing the thing. Am I making sense? Yeah, I I think maybe the bottom line is the people you know are the ones that can execute, that can deliver flawlessly in that moment. Hmm. Those are the people that you know. That makes me think of fighters and how some fighters just rise to the occasion when they're in that upper echelon like tip of the spear, kind of like moments, like a, like a Tyson Fury character. You know, the guy just knows how to rise the occasion, right? He, he knows how to perform when all the lights are on him, all the, you know what I'm saying? Deontay Wilder's standing in front of him. He knows how to perform. Right. Like you got to give him that. You got to give him, you know, you know what I mean? Well, you, um, some people are gym warriors, I guess is the term that fighters use. Well, there's also the bedroom shredder thing yeah i guess it's the same thing <laughs> yeah yeah well you I mean, which is fine you know Gregor too you know yeah that's another good example when yeah connor when he's in the moment he even if he doesn't win like he finds a way to captivate it's a compelling performance regardless yeah i agree right. i agree which is why he's so watchable yeah absolutely so maybe that X factor is something that you can't teach. Do you think it's almost something that you yourself have to observe others with the X factor and then you have to like yourself figure out, like there's no way to teach it, but you can observe it uh, and, and sort of like absorb it 
And then you have to, to do it yourself in your own way. That's the only way to do it. Yeah. And a lot of it too is making other people believe something, even if it's not true. Hmm. Making other people believe. Right. Because even, you know, guys like George St. Pierre talked about how scared he was to fight, how scared he was in the ring. But you would never know that. No, no. I mean, we can't all be Paul Buentello dry heaving before Andre Lasky. <laughs> Poor guy. <laughs> Can you imagine the pressure trying to fight Andre Lasky in his prime? Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Like back in the day when he was just, just starching dudes. <laughs> Poor Paul Buentello. Oh, man. That not, the punch landed and the knockout occurred so rapidly that you had to wait for the replay to even they had to slow it down any clue what happened yeah like i i watching it live you're like what just happened like it just you blinked i'm like i did i blink the wrong time like man should we try one. to find the audio for that at least oh that'd be cool yeah well i'll, I'll look for it here well, we, well just keep going there. just keep going uh yeah so i'll keep going i can i can you know obviously i can fill time with my with my sultry voice uh gsp um yeah, you would never know it, man. Like, like that guy. Well, and he had such a presence. He's such a nice guy, but like he was such a competitor and such a phenom, like in the actual ring, that you know that that presence. You know his reputation, right? Like, that was not that was not an easy fight for anybody. Like, you were never going to have an easy night with GSP. You know what I mean? No. No. What is it, do you think, in us, in people, that's the it thing that draws us to... Because there's... Think about, like, all across the spectrum of entertainers, fighters, artists, politicians, even, mm-hmm. communicators, influencers. What is this X factor? We, we, we can only call it an X factor, right? Like, it's literally, that's the phrase. Because right. you can't name it. So what is that? I don't know, man. Maybe. Well, another thing is it feels like people have to want that on some level too. I feel Hmm. like. Well, I don't know. I don't, do they? I mean, well, maybe they don't, maybe they want to be good and, and it comes like, I don't know if it's something you, you can actually, well, is it something you can actually desire? Like to really have it. Like, cause how many, how many musicians or comedians are, you know, they have these big dreams, but you listen to them play or like they're, they're, they're not there. The X factor isn't there. Right. Yeah. So how, I mean, I haven't always, I'm sure when I was starting out, <laughs> like when I was first learning guitar, learning the piano and learning to sing, you know, I wasn't like, as good as I am now. So it's like, you know what I mean? Like, what is it? I, I don't know. I think, uh, I guess I you do have a, to want it. I think you might be right. Things. I, I, I feel like part of you has to want to be a professional. You have to have Eventually, a desire to meet, to be at that level. That yeah. Okay. Eventually, if you didn't start off that way, yeah, you have to have this. Go ahead. A lot of, we're talking about fighters start off 
because they just want to learn self-defense and then they start getting um into it fascinated by the martial art and then they run into other people in the gym that are actually fighters and you know they go i want to do that or maybe someone encourages them and says you should do this or you know but then again isn't it, a lot of times you hear the there was there was a coach in the gym that saw me and said i had it and thought i should or yeah, that's what i'm thinking a, he saw potential in me no i mean it's the same thing with with musicians i you know i came across a somebody who who showed me their their spotify and i and i listened to the song i got goosebumps it was really really good this young lady was very talented she had like gone on a break because she just had like a, a baby and so just like focused on other things right but i listened to the song and you know it was good like it was a good song and i and i was impressed well, and like we've talked about before the people that we have on we have on because we feel like they have that X-ray. yeah yeah in some way right some kind of some something it's different for everybody but there's always something isn't there something are you, are you ready for this here it goes oh my god i'm so ready uh we uh good ask me if i'm ready and then he's you there <laughs> yeah that's basically see even the announcers were like wait what i don't i don't know what you're doing do you you know you're not sharing your screen so i can't oh okay. the audience can't hear anything you're doing do you hit and play oh so that, i had a little moment <laughs> on my own there yeah you did you had a personal moment you yourself had a reaction so now we you know so now you get that was the prequel to this i guess okay that was the pre-game pre-gamed it You want to? Yeah, we're going to. All right, here we go. We're going to try this again. I'm so excited. Oh, here it is. You had it all queued up too, huh? Yeah, I did. Oh, my God. I love this. This is the this is Andre Olaski, Paul Buntello. Oh, my God. Oh, this fight. It's muted. About there. Buntello's, his idea is to check Orlovsky's kicks and get in there with punches. Oh, Olaski takes him down. What happened? What happened? Big John right away. So even the wow, it's even the announcer event. was like, "What happened?" That is it. You know what? We were blocked. We didn't even see the punch and end of the fight. Oh. Dude, we were blocked. We look at look at Arlovsky with, with with the long hair, long hair Arlovsky, man, because he's got it short now. I think long hair Arlovsky with the man back in the day. That dude was anyway. what a punch, dude. What a punch. <laughs> you didn't even see it. Like, I didn't see no it right then. Didn't. No one yeah, saw it. They were watching it live and couldn't even tell what happened. Everyone was confused. Like, the look on the crowd, too. Everyone's just standing there with mouths open. Like, what just happened? I think the ref was the only one that knew what happened there. That guy, Big, that guy, Big John, actually was paying attention. Can you imagine if he blinked in that moment? <laughs> poor, poor Paul would have taken more punishment. Man, yeah, that was a... Well, and I just, I, that example is so fascinating to me because like, remember we, we rented the, this is back in the day when, when the Hollywood video was still around, you can oh, rent. Man. Yeah. Remember that dude? We would like go and rent the UFCs and we rented this one 
And I think, did we see this one live or did, is this one that we, that we like, we saw after the fact, I thought we saw it live and then we went back and rented it. I don't remember. No, I think we saw it live. And then we, um, we rented the thing afterwards to watch the fight. Cause this is how obsessed we were. We're just watching fights. We were hanging out and then like, you'd see all the stuff that came before, like his, his walkout. I mean, he was like dry heaving in the, uh, the hallway on the way out. Like and that's how nervous. Too, oh, believe. that's right in the ring. That's in right. In his corner. He was like dry heaving. Like the pressure just got to him. I mean, he's a he was a great athlete, right? He was a great puncher. He had, you know, he had a few fights. Like uh, he's not a big name today. Obviously, this is back in the day. But but back in the day, he was a serious contender. So man, I don't know. It's it's. He's obviously had he had all the talent and skill in the world to beat Arlovsky. It's not like he, it's not like it was a completely one sided, lopsided uh, uh, potential. I mean, surely all our, I think Arlovsky was definitely the favorite, but it wasn't like a, a historic underdog. Do you see what I'm saying? He had he had the skill set, but then you go you go you turn on the bright lights, you go and you face the guy, the pit bull, and you know, scary. It's a scary. Uh, I mean, I don't want to go fight. Or even today, I wouldn't, you know, <laughs> even old man Orlowski would kick my butt. So I don't want to deal with that. But uh, yeah, dude, that's an interesting example of it too. Like the on the spot performance, like how everyone is different. I don't know, man. I, I don't know what the, de- the defining factor is there. I really don't. So what do you think, um, what do you think a person should do that wants it? Well, we've talked to many uh, musicians and creatives about that. And I think you just have to try it. You just have to go for it. Sometimes you get, you know, phantom punched and not phantom punched, uh, hypersonic speed punched in the face and you, and you fall on your face that happens, but you got to keep going. Got to keep, keep chugging on. I mean, I don't know. That's what to call that, that punch that, um, but yeah, man, like, I guess you just have to keep, keep reaching, keep searching, keep trying, keep going. If you want it, you know, nothing should be able to stop you. One thing I do know, it, it might not be true for everybody, but the people that are able to do it put in the most time. Hmm. I guess it does come down to time when you do it your time. They just practiced more, prepared themselves better. How do you... So here's a question then, because we talked about like, you know, bedroom shredders, (laughs) Uh, people who only really shred in the bedroom and maybe they couldn't do it. So how do you, you know, yeah. How do you balance that practice thing to like only being, uh, do you also need to put your reps in with performance then? I guess you have to put reps in when it comes to getting up on stage or getting up in front of other people. Is that maybe how you get there? It's time man. experience. It's not just practicing in the bedroom. You also have to practice performing. Right. Yeah. I was really struck by that. It was Bo Eason who told that, that story about It was Jerry Rice, right? Jerry Rice. Yeah, for sure. You know, when he joined the team and, and every time, you know, they're in practice and he throws the ball 
Jerry Rice takes the ball and he catches it and just books it like just 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 goes off and makes it to the end zone. And he's like, well, what what's going on there? How can you do that? You know, everybody else, they catch the ball. OK, yeah, they, they you know, they're just practicing. Why are you taking it so serious? And he goes, anytime my hand touches the ball. But how did you say it? It's like anytime my hand touches the ball, I'm going to the end zone or something like that. Right. <laughs> anytime my hands touch the ball, which is that that mentality is so that's a conqueror's mentality. Like that's how you get to be that one of the best ever. It's like, you just, whenever you're practicing, you got to practice as if you're performing, like what you should be practicing is not necessarily the notes, the notes will come, but it's also like the presence, the feel, the, you your, what? where you stand, the way you sit, you know, you know what I'm thinking of, um, Pete, Pete Dinkelson. Oh, Pete. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Man, what a he good guitar brought, player. He brought it up, right? He's like, in, in my videos and when I play in my room, it's a performance. He's standing up. He's he's doing everything like he would be doing on a stage. It comes through, man. Pete is such a talent. That kid is, I don't know if I can call him a kid. I guess he's technically... A grown adult but I, it's just i'm just so inspired by him you know that young man he's just but he brought that up he's so talented kind of, kind it's of so true is. it's so true like and you see it in his videos like these are just little instagram videos and he's just he's got this it factor that i can't i can't not like i'm so in i'm so uh enthralled by like what he does because it's his tone is so so good they're little they're little mini performances yeah they really are I feel like that dude does not hit record unless he's having fun. Like, I don't know. I'm sure, I'm sure there's, I'm sure he plays the guitar plenty without having a, a camera. Right. But I feel like when he's hitting record, he's in a good, like he's in a zone. I don't know how he gets into that zone. Maybe we should have him come back and ask, but like, you know what I mean? Like anytime he's recorded and he, and he puts that out there on social, like that man is just like, he's having a great time. Like he he's just, it those, comes through. He's one of those young kids trying to keep the rock alive god bless it god bless him for carrying there that are, torch there are a lot of people trying to do that well that's why the ones that do make me happy man people that want to play yeah. instruments keeping the rock and roll alive man i love it i just love well, it uh, you know the the funny thing is you know being that being in the the collectibles business and uh pop culture business you always know what's hot, so to speak. Because if it's really resonating with people, they wanna they wanna buy the merchandise. Okay. All right. Master of Puppets. Metallica has gotten a little push here lately. Have you heard about that? No, no. Do tell. I'm pretty sure I can talk about this. I don't think it counts as a spoiler alert no i mean oh man i'm just uh so curious i mean you got all these these toys behind you and obviously you know it's very interesting i want to know all about never mind sorry so you've you've heard of the show stranger things right oh yeah 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 so is it something in the new season i haven't seen the new season yeah there's a character who uh plays master of puppets on the show okay in like a pivotal moment in the show Oh, so like all the all the youngins are are learning yeah, about like, Metallica. What song was that? Yeah, like yeah, <laughs> master. 
Master of Puppets. That's a good one. And, uh, you know, there's a lot of gatekeepers out there that are like, you know, you don't know who Metallica is, but I'm like, you know what? That's cool. Because all the people, uh, all, all these young kids that maybe never would have been exposed to it, you know? Yeah. What is that? Like, like rocking out to it. You mentioned the gatekeeper thing. Like, what is it about people like these, these old school fans? Like when you see a young kid wearing a Metallica or I see, if I see a young kid wearing like an Iron Maiden shirt, I go, hell yeah. Like, that's great. Like I get excited. Like I'm not, I'm not upset by it. Like what what is this thing that makes people upset when they see young, young, hip, attractive kids wearing, wearing like an old band merch? Like what's up with that? I don't get that. Yeah. I, it's like, do you want, do you want this stuff to just die out? Like you should be happy that the younger generation wants to. Right. Like, did you not have children yourself and maybe want to like reproduce more like people who love rock and metal? Like, let's do that. Like let's have more people. Should we watch the clip together here? The clip, the clip from the show. Yeah. If you've got it queued up, make sure you share screens. Yeah. Beautiful. I I found one here. Three minutes and 45 seconds. Okay. This is what's got all the, and again, I think it's cool, right? Because the young kids are. No, it gets me excited, man. I, I want I want young kids to to be into music with instruments. Well, I was thinking to myself, how you many know? people, how many uh, young kids are going to pick up a guitar because of that? This. Oh man, that's cool. Like to me, that's cool. That's cool. That's part of why we're doing what we do. I was just thinking that. I was just thinking, man, we could convince even one person in this world to pick up an instrument, any instrument, guitar or not. Then I feel like we've done something special in the world. You know what I'm saying? Like, really? Can you see that? Yeah. yeah. Chrissy, this is for you. Look at this. He's on a... <laughs> oh, right, oh my spoiler. Oh, are you playing and watching this? It's working. Yeah, but it's okay. Let's go. Everyone's just talking about it. But anyway, you get the gist of it. Yeah, that's great. That's great. So there, that, how many young? I don't know what's going there? on, but it looks exciting. <laughs> like how many young kids are out there now looking for Metallica? Honestly, dude, that's like I don't know how many. Like I don't, I don't feel like pop culture really pushes metal and rock, man. They don't. Like they push pop and they push other genres like hip hop and things and. But it's I don't see a lot of that. Like that makes me very happy to see. I, it really does. And, and like I'm telling you, um, being in the collectibles business, he's the most popular character right now. Like that, <laughs> that moment like elevated him to, and I'm like, that's kind of cool to me. Are you in the? Are you, oh, so you're in the collectibles business? You say is that? 
Well, I, I'm trying to illustrate the point, the fact that no, I, I know, I know, I know, I know. Point, right? I'm trying to illustrate the point because we can never have a guest come on the show and not mention your your collectibles, which makes me laugh. It's, it's great. That's why I bring it up because it's funny. Because you know you're in the collectible business. Never mind. It's not um, just my opinion. Is what I'm trying to illustrate here. <laughs> no, I and I I'm actually really glad you showed me the clip because that's. That uh, that's cool. Like I want, I want people to think that guitar players are cool. I mean, well, they are cool. Obviously, you don't have to try, uh, but like um, to make playing instruments a cool thing, where it's not like I don't know, like a oh, nerd. You know, you're in your room playing guitar. You know what I mean? Like I like that it's looked at. I don't in a know that way. anyone's ever said that about someone playing the guitar. Uh, they have if it's a ukulele. Oh, okay. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm, just kidding. <laughs> I'm not no offense to ukulele players. <laughs> I'm glad we don't know anyone that plays a ukulele. Yeah, like if it's a mandolin, you're a nerd. Sorry. If it's, if it's a banjo, nerd. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like we do with that banjo. Actually, that being said, I kind of actually want to buy a banjo and learn the banjo. <laughs> You're thinking of Andy Bernard from The Office right now. I'm not saying that I want to sing to the banjo. I just want to like put a few banjo licks in my acoustic guitar music. Is that so wrong? <laughs> Andy Bernard. I love that you immediately go to Andrew Bernard every time. <laughs> well, when you said <laughs> to compare like me, a nerdy guy playing the the banjo. No, it's that's totally Andrew Bernard. Yeah, no, absolutely with the tie. With his like uh, cream colored, you know, shoot uh, suits and Easter colored Easter color. <laughs> and we, we Robin's egg bliss to any Salmon banjo pink. players or mandolin players. There is nothing uncool about either of those instruments. Oh, absolutely! I, I, dude, I have such a respect. Actually, there's um, there's a few of these uh, kind of folk in and country style players, and of course they they put their stuff on social. Right. And I see them on Instagram and I'm mesmerized. Like I'm mesmerized, especially the right hand technique. Um, there's a few, there's one uh, mandolin player that I see lots of clips pop up. Obviously the algorithm must think that I, that this is something I'd be into and they're right. Cause I'll freaking love. And every time she plays, it's like that right hand technique, man, I'm like, man, it's like, it's so, so on point, like so solid. And it just mesmerizes me. Like, man, it sounds so good. Yeah, no, but I but I will I will still make fun of ukulele players. <laughs> just kidding, I'm just kidding, Matt. I don't mean we need to. What's what's gonna happen? Can I play that clip when we have someone on that specializes? In <laughs> can I cue that up? I can't. I, I don't think we've actually had like a ukulele specialist on the the program, have we? I don't think we have in the couple of years we've done I know, this. No, but if we do. If we do, can I cue that clip up and go ahead? And I that? double dog dare you to, to do it. Yeah. If you're, I mean, if you're a chicken, you won't, but if you, if you, you know, if you don't want to be a chicken, you do it. I dare you. I, I, I don't think you would remember, Ryan. I don't think we're going to rely on your, your astounding ability to forget things. Yeah. <laughs> Which is very real. It's very real. It's, it's very, it's a true, true thing. So how yeah, uh, man. how long have we been going here? Is it Where are we going? Where I think we're yeah, I think uh I think uh beautiful listeners are 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 ready to say goodbye. Well before we do, 
Long live Metallica. <laughs> Long live the metal. I always thought that was an underrated song. Yeah, I mean, it doesn't. Maybe I don't know if "underrated" is the right word. I don't know if it's underrated because it gets it played. Neglected. Like, it got I don't neglected because it was even in the '90s. It was still too out there to get radio airplay a lot. I mean, I've definitely heard uh, on the rock stations. It's 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 one of them that gets included. You know what I mean? It's now, definitely now. Oh, I mean, yeah. I mean, even dude, even years ago when we we were hanging out in our twenties, like, I, yeah, I would hear I would hear on like the the two song rock station for sure. Um, not as much as their other hits though, for sure. When you were, when you were younger, how often did you hear that on the radio? <laughs> no, no, not. It was more Van Halen when I was like, you know, a kid. Yeah. So it was different. Anyway. Come think of Van Halen. It's really good. Good stuff. Yeah, man. Um, well, I mean, I'm wondering if there's any other, uh, words of wisdom you want to share any other uh this is great it's a good time good time today i think we need to uh get played out with metallica okay do you got you got a song you want to yeah well i'm thinking of master of puppets and uh that's a good one right i might as well i mean we did we did just play a clip so it's good all right it's good I mean, you're the producer. I trust your producer uh, instincts. <laughs> you trust my producer instincts. Yeah, you're producing. I'm producing. Your producer stinks or whatever it's called. Producer instincts. Whatever that, yeah, whatever that thing is. That... Go ahead. What, what were you going you finish? You were saying something? No, I just I was wondering if you had any other words of wisdom to share. Legends be wild and free, baby. Long live the metal. Turn it up. <laughs>